is 19 minutes before the hour here on the Drunt Large Radio Show, and we're pleased to be in studio with our good friend, Coach Jimmy Lozon. He is the leader of the Londonderry Lancers football organization, and uh, until last week, undefeated. <laughs> he joins us every Thursday morning at this time for sports in our own backyard, where we not only take a look at the X's and O's and the rivalries of high school sports, but we take a look at the serious issues facing them all and their realities from parents to players, teachers to refs, NHIA, and oh, so much more. It has become one of the mainstays of the large lineup. It's that good. So, Jimmy, good morning. <laughs> good morning. All right. So, unfortunately, we can't always, you know, be like, hey, you want to get... So, oh, no. <laughs> you went into Pinkerton's house and Pinkerton shut the door. What happened? Yeah, we just... Uh, was it, 35 to 7? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Make sure you let everybody know. Um, <laughs> and, uh, no, they, they 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 played better than us on that night for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took it to us right from the get-go. Yeah, there was so, no I hesitation. Mean, now, obviously, you guys, I, I guess what, you scout the teams and, and yep. whatnot. So did something change uh, between, you know, what you had seen in prior uh, games and that one or... What's the deal? Because they pretty much got beat up, but was it Salem the week before? Yeah, and and I knew not to make a big deal about that loss because I know how good Salem is. So, but I went and saw them play in person that the weekend before, and they just didn't have that much energy. Um, they seemed to give that one up pretty easily to Salem. So, um, and I knew we weren't going to see the same type of team, but they were definitely not the team, same so team as they maybe 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 uh trying to redeem because it was a big loss to Salem too wasn't it yeah it was a, it was a, it was a big loss for the conference you know yeah. and yeah and then they took it you know they they lost by three touchdowns but uh or two touchdowns the third one um they scored a third one late but yeah it was just you know it's all, our game's always different because it's yeah. it's a rivalry game it was at their place it was an unbelievable amount of people there I, you know it was just yeah, you, know, you get hyped up, and 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 at this point, you know we're going almost on twenty years. It's like the last I don't know how many tries, twenty one tries or something like that. It's it's starting to get into our guys' heads. You know they they're having a hard time with it. I think. And as soon as they scored seven points, it was like here we go again. And uh, we had our opportunities, but um, we coughed those up, and uh, that was it. Uh, so you walked into the lion's den and got eaten. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so now how do you – I mean, that, 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 that can be sort of um, uh, a dispiriting loss. Yep. Uh, how do you, how do you uh, get your team – as a coach, how do you get your team you know, back mentally where it needs to be so that they don't walk into the next game and get their head handed to them again? Yeah, it's not an easy task, and you know, we just – the ultimate goal that we tell the guys is obviously we want to make the, the tournament and we, we want to see where things can go from there. You just want to make the tournament and then right. anything so, can happen. So the ultimate goal is to get there and we've got to, we've got to win this week and we've got to win a, a couple more for that to be the case. Of course, we'd love to play Pinkerton. We'd love to beat them, uh, but we can't get another crack at them unless we get, get to the, the playoffs. playoffs. So, so get there. We get, get there, there. Uh, get there. So now, I mean, you're you're, you're three and one, and yep. all of a sudden, you're worried about whether or not you're going to make the playoffs. I, I know mean, it's crazy. Well, what kind of what kind of uh, what, what kind of record do you think you're going to need in this conference to get there? Yeah, our conference is loaded. Uh, Salem's four and zero. Pinkerton's three and one. We're three and one. Merrimack's three and one. And then Timberlane's, uh, I think they're one and three or two and two, and uh, you know, and they're a good team too. So it's yeah, I, I think we're going to have to go 
at least six and three, um, maybe seven and two to get in. Six and three, we could end up in a tiebreaker. So take a look at the rest of your schedule. Yeah, you put me on the spot here. Huh? Absolutely, we've got we've got some winnable games. Um, we end the season with Salem, which at that point it may not mean anything for them. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully, it won't mean anything for us because I think the playoffs will be all um, you know figured out by then. But uh, we've got to you know realistically, we've got to take care of business this week and then see where things are at. And I think it's a couple more than. And where are you this week? week? We're at Keene. <laughs> yep, I hate going to Keene. I yeah, really do. And I always worry about this week because if I were it's governor a, of the it's state, a letdown of, week. If, if I were governor of the state of New Hampshire, I would call. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would call the governor of Vermont and say, "Hey, I got a trade for you. Yeah. I'll take this county in the Upper Valley if I you if you'll take Cheshire County. <laughs> I mean, you know, just just go away." Yeah, they take football pretty serious there, and and usually we go up there, especially for their night games, because they used to always play on Saturdays. So they take their night games pretty serious, and um, it's a tough place to play. You know, their record. You know, they're they've they've had some bad luck this year, um, some tough losses. They their game got rescheduled from last Friday to this past Monday that we went and watched them play um, because of an illness on the team. So it's just been a weird year for Keene, but mm-hmm. you never know. You really never know when you go there if they get some momentum going. You know, um, it's just. We, and and then of course we go from having you know almost seven thousand people at the game to this week there'll be probably two hundred because nobody makes that trip to Keene. So um, you know I, we can't and we go from playing our rival to playing a team that we play every three years. So it's important that we can't have a letdown. That's the biggest thing. Gotcha. All right. So what other games across the uh, across your conference or our listening area should people make note of? Because I you know they're they're always out there. I, th- I think Central's still on a roll, isn't it? Central's tied with us, tenth in the poll right now. They're both. They're we're also three and one. They're three and one. Now is Central as good as they look, or have they just been up against unworthy opponents? It's tough to tell. They've they've scored a lot of points. Um, they've played some teams that are a, a bit lower in their conference right now, uh, record wise. So they definitely have the the tougher part of their schedule coming up. But you know if they're primed and ready to go, yeah. based off of what's going on. But so huge who game coming? this week: Golfstown, Winnicunit. That's number two versus number three this week, I believe. Yeah. Now Golfstown, I guess, surprised some people with its last game. Was it uh, against yeah. Portsmouth? Um, they beat Exeter. They, they beat Exeter, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, that was that was huge. They beat Portsmouth this past week, so they're undefeated, which is surprising uh, to me. And then Winnicott's undefeated, so that'll be a great game. Well, don't they have like a three hundred pound lineman? They do. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you do with that at a high school level? Because try to know, move them. <laughs> well, <laughs> what know? do you do? Hit them with two. You, you, you double team them. You triple team them. What do you do? And he's been playing. I think he's played a little bit as a sophomore. He played against us last year as a junior. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, he's he's a big boy. Moses, I think is his last yeah. name and um they they speak highly of him over there. He's got a good defense all around. Yeah. It sounds like so if they can get the offense clicking, but Winnicott's a tough team to stop. There's a couple other big games. Um and, you know, but Central I think Central has Portsmouth this week. Um, you know, Nashua North and Merrimack's a big game for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, because those are the two teams we're battling it out with for yeah. that playoff spot. For the playoff spot. So that were there two play playoff out. spots in each conference? Um, actually, there's there's the top team in each conference get one, mm-hmm. and then the two the the next two are just wild cards. So I it see. can come from both conferences. Can, you know, one uh, they both could come from one conference. So it doesn't matter. We just got to beat out North and Merrimack. We have Merrimack next week. So, okay. so obviously, you guys got a mindset, right? Again, talking to you as a coach, you got a mindset that says we still have a chance to make the playoffs, Absolutely. which I I can think is a motivation in and of itself for the team to. Uh, you know, to perform. What happens though? You get to a point where, you're like, oh crap, we just lost to Keen. Stick a fork in us. We're probably done. So uh, me- mentally, 
You know, what what do you do at that point? Do you say as a coach, all right, you know what, guys, we got nothing to lose. So we're going to go out there. We're going to do some, uh, you know, some fun stuff, some new stuff. We're going to play like we get nothing to lose because we get nothing to lose. And does that sort of uh, maybe even give you an advantage if if played right to finish your season? Or are you basically just at that point screwed because the focus is playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Oh, damn, we're not going to make their home. I've I've seen both both ways play out. Um, A couple years ago, Timberlane was out of the picture, and then all of a sudden they won like their last five games uh, or four games. It was like you didn't want Yeah, so it's almost like a pressure to perform if the playoffs are – in the picture, and when the pressure's off, a lot of teams perform better. Yep. Is that a coaching thing? Is that a? Uh, is we've that been just... there the last two years, and yep. and we've kind of treated it with that mentality you were just talking about. Where hey guys, we get nothing to lose. Where uh, you know we're going to try to play spoiler. We're going to run this. We're going to run this, and and that's what I warned the kids about this week going to Keene. Is you know they're on a short week. Uh, they may work on some tricks. They may onside kick every time. They may fake punt. We got to be ready for anything. They have nothing to lose. So, let me ask you this: You know, there was a point in time where kids would play for the personal pride of knowing that they did their best. You know, because you know that it, it, do kids still today, as a whole, have the mentality of playing for that personal pride, even when it quote unquote doesn't matter anymore. Or are they so vested now in an outcome because of the culture and the way it hyper obsesses about your value as an individual, you know, A versus B? In other words, is there is there do they find virtue in finishing the race and being a sports guy? You know what I mean. Yeah, it's a great question. Finishing the race. I think some kids yeah, it's hard for me to say, you know, they're all like this or they're all like that. But you got some kids that are very, um, they're worried more individually what their statistics are. So they're they're going to go out there and perform no matter what because okay. they care about how they play, what they put on their highlight video, what's going to happen next for them. Um, we've got some kids that definitely lose their lose their hunger after you know the playoffs are out of the picture, mm-hmm. and those kids tend to fall off. Um, you see that lack of effort in, in practice. Um, now, what do you do as a coach? Do you do you do you take down their playing time and say, "Hey, listen, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna honor your teammates with your best efforts, then you're gonna keep the bench warm for them in between right. plays." Absolutely. Is that what you, you know? Do? And if things are even, then we're gonna go with a younger guy. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna get ready for next year if that's gonna be the case. Of course, the last couple of games, I want to play all the seniors and let them enjoy it, but. At the same time, I got to take a look at some of the guys that are going to be playing next year if mm-hmm. we're going to be out of the picture. Um, right, because you can't. Some you... guys, you know, some kids are just a pleasure to coach. They're going to go out there and give you a hundred percent all the time. It doesn't matter. I know the coaches. We never, we never let up. You know, last year we were kind of out of the picture, week five, I think. And so those last four games, it was. You know, we need to win some games because we want to get some momentum going into next year, and um, you know, we want to play spoiler, and you know, it it stinks, it, but you you do gotta always be the motivator, especially yeah. in high school. Um, you just gotta find you know what's gonna what's gonna you know kick them in the butt this week to get them going, and uh, that's one thing we think about when we meet as a staff. Like, what's the, what's the motivation this week? Mm-hmm. And it's tougher when you're out of the playoff picture. For us this week, it was like, listen, you got to take care of business because. You know, the games get bigger from here on out, and you can't drop one. Yeah. So now uh, that brings me to a question of playing time in general. I yeah. mean, I <clears throat> I never coached on the high school level, but I did coach in the uh, uh, youth leagues, yep. soccer. Yep. And, they, you know, they had rules. Every kid had to play, you know, at least two quarters of the game and stuff like that. But I, I always had to deal with parents 
who were like, oh, my kids should be getting more playing time than the bin, you know, than the. Is that uh, you see a lot of that in high school? Yeah, the NPR rule has set up our high school coaches. NPR to, rule. Yeah, so in, in youth sports, it's it's minimum play rule. Oh, so mi- the, minimum play. So rule. So they've okay. got to play a certain amount of, of plays, and now all of a sudden they come to high school, and there's no more there's no more NPR rule. You know, we we don't have to play them. We want to, um, and it's funny when you lose the parents. Not all, but a lot of parents think that the answer to us losing is maybe we got to play their kid, and maybe that's why. And <laughs> it's funny because from a coach's standpoint, if we felt that way, he would be already be out there, you know. Um, so yes, because your goal as the coach is to make sure you do whatever you can to lose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I think sometimes they, hey, if they, I put that kid in, we'll win. Let's put him on the bench. Yeah, good idea. There's very few kids that I've coached in the ten years that I've been coaching, the six years as a head coach. There's very few kids I've come across that I'm like. Man, I I really don't enjoy coaching this kid. I really like all of my kids equally, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, some kids put in more work than others and so you root for them a little bit more to to have that success because they really they buy in, but um I, I don't care who plays. I really don't care who plays. I want to win. I like the feeling of waking up Saturday morning and going to read the paper and not staying in bed and and turning my phone off so I don't have to talk to anybody, you know. So I, the last thing I want to do is is you know set our team up to fail. I'm going to play the best players, you know, and uh, playing time. That's a yeah, that's a problem. I I don't know when it became, and this isn't this isn't how it was when I played. I mean, when if you made the team, it was an honor, right? right. Now it's now, not like that anymore. Now it's an entitlement. You, you're now supposed it's, now so it's you cut, playing time. Do, do, do you cut? We don't, yeah. but sometimes I think we probably should because it's like. I, I, I don't think parents are appreciative sometimes of, of the just fact their kid the kid being on the team. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, why don't you cut? I mean, I think the kids deserve a four-year experience, especially if they're going to put in some work in the offseason. They deserve that four-year experience to play on the football team. And I've seen kids go from, you know, as a sophomore, we would probably would have cut them, to now as a senior, they're starting for us. Yeah. So they well, develop yeah. a lot over that time if yeah. they put in the work. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's funny because uh, when I went to West, my freshman year – I tried out for the soccer team. Mm-hmm. I was the last guy cut. Now, personally, I'm surprised they made it that far. <laughs> but looking back on it, that was probably the best thing that could have happened to me um, because it, it caused me to say, okay, now what can I do? And then I went on from there to play uh, summer league with the old man. Uh, I think they're still around, the Manchester Angels. Yeah. And while playing for the Manchester Angels, I actually became – a pretty good soccer player. I found, you know, uh, I was the uh, the sweeper back in the, the Diamond D, which back in my day was like the new defense because, you know, it used to be the center fullback with the left and right uh, fullback, right? You know, the three-man D. No, no, no. It turned out that I was quite the tactician and because I wasn't fast or wasn't quick <laughs> and I, I basically was great at maneuvering the defense around me, and funneling them to where I couldn't move out of to get out of my own way anyway. I mean, our teams had like the lowest shots on goal of any team in the league because uh, you couldn't get through me. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that probably wouldn't have happened if I had, if I'd quote made the West team because and then they, what would have they had a no cut policy. You you know you probably wouldn't have played much. I probably would have played at all. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, my advice to parents would be if they're if it's all about playing time is if you want your kid to be the star. We, we've got to find what they're good at. You right. know, it's not everybody that play. I have, we have a hundred kids. They can't all play a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it's the same way if my son was, you know, wanted to all of a sudden just go play in the band. I wouldn't expect him to, you know, be, you know, one of the <laughs> premier guys out there. And then another, you know, my other part of the advice would be put in the work, you know. Right. My son's four years old. He's playing soccer. Mm-hmm. We uh, And there's a kid that looks like he's 11. He's on the team. <laughs> and he scores, like, all the goals. Yeah. And, uh you know what the league? I, the, I know they do it by age, which yeah. I think is crazy. But the league had to take a look at that kid and say, "Yeah, we're bumping you up to the next level." <laughs> but Come on. you know, and if 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 my son wants to score some goals and he wants to get in on the action, then he should practice a little bit at home so that kid maybe passes it to him a little bit because you know realistically he's not very good right now. So right. you know, I'm going to be honest with him. If you want to, if you want to, you know, score goals, then you got to practice a little bit yeah. and get better. And that would be my advice to to him as he's getting older. If you want to be the quarterback or the running back or a starter, then you got to put in the work. And if you can't beat that kid out, hopefully your work will pay off and you get to play another position. Or yeah. maybe we just we're playing the wrong sport, you know? Maybe. So wait, what do you tell the parent who insists that the kid gets more playing time, but they just they they just aren't up to it for whatever reason? Well, yeah. ideally, I'd rather talk to the to the kid, yeah. and I'd rather them speak for themselves. But I understand, you know, sometimes when they're just coming into high school, they're fourteen years old, and that's you know that's new to them. Uh, but definitely by the time they're seniors. I'd rather just only talk to the kid. You know, right. He's 17, 18 years old. He should be able to speak for himself. But um, So that'd be, you know, I'd, I'd tell him, let's talk to the kid first. And then the, the second part would be, you know, you can come down to practice to the parents and you can watch. We film all of our practices, so it's pretty easy. And uh, they can watch our practices and they can kind of see, you know, why their son's not playing. Ah, the old you know, caught on camera trick, huh? Exactly. And it's, you know, <laughs> it's just right there for you to see. Again, it, not, the coaches, we want to play the best players and we at the varsity level. And we yep. want, you know, we want to have the best chance to win. But we do everything we can to get those other guys in spots to, to have some fun and succeed. And, and then there's, you know, being a backup, there's nothing wrong with being a backup. You're one play away from being in the game. So, um, you know, and but it's just... People don't look at it that way. Well, sports is not always about playing. Sports is uh, should also be about the character development that comes with doing what the team needs you to being do. Being a part of the team and, and all of that, all the experience you get from that alone. It's not about playing time. You know, nobody cares about how many minutes you played. Yeah, it's only saying that because you get the playing time, man. <laughs> Coach Jimmy Lozon, as always, good to have you in the house. Good luck taking on the Ravens of Keene. Blackbirds. Ah, well, hey, <laughs> Raven, Blackbird. Close. Tomato, Close. tomato. <laughs> I tried. Coach, good luck, and thanks, thanks for being with us. We'll see you on Thursday. All right. All right I don't think we're going to be able to do anything other than the station ID. Hit it.